around your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Everybody and welcome to another week here on the Ken Miller Show at 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and myself are with you for the next couple of hours as we are each and every Monday through Friday talking local sports with you on your radio or favorite listening device. And however you've chosen to listen to the program today, we certainly appreciate that you are with us. Coming up, uh, we're going to switch things up now that college football season for the most part is over. We're going to do uh, a lot of basketball in the first hour. Dylan Montz, no press conferences that will uh, prevent him from joining us early in the show today. So Dylan will jump on in here at 1220. We'll do some uh, Iowa State basketball, recap the High V Classic, their uh, win over UNI, which certainly elevated uh, maybe expectations, elevated their RPI. Uh, we'll do that. We'll also, um, as Dylan led uh, kind of for the first time I'd heard last week that uh, Iowa State was kicking the tires on a, a grad transfer quarterback. They've had a couple of them in. Uh, JT Barrett's backup, maybe. Uh, Jake Browning's backup was here this uh, past weekend. So we'll get the latest on Dylan as far as what the football program is doing. Scott Dockenman will be here. Land at 10. We'll recap the Big Four Classic Iowa's convincing win over Drake. The depth chart is out for the Pinstripe Bowl, so we will do that. Uh, Vinny Iyer at 120 on the NFL. He works for the Sporting News. He writes for the Sporting News. And then Bama Bob will be here. We'll recap the weekend's, uh, the early uh, slate of bowl games. Take a look what's coming up this week. Trent Condon, set to go for another week. How are you? Biggest story of the weekend to you was what? I don't know what a catch is, again. Still. I don't know what a measurement is as far as awarding a first down. Um, Piece yeah, of paper. Apparently. And have you ever seen that? No. I haven't either. I haven't either. Sterator pulled in, uh, reached into his pocket, and out comes a... Index card? An index card, a 4 by 6 a 3 by 5 whatever it was, and... He slides it between the ball and the stick, and apparently, I, I don't know what he was doing. I, I really don't. Boy, the camera, the drone or whatever, the, the overhead camera got yeah. right in there, which is just awesome. Uh, but no, um, look, at it, it's here's the, the, the situation you're referring to, the end of the Steelers-Patriots game. What's going to be overshadowed, Trent, was the football game itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it absolutely lived up to every expectation. Two yeah. AFC heavyweights. Uh, going toe to toe in the ring, and we're going to remember the ending. And I understand why it's uh, they got it right, but they got it wrong because that should not be the way this game ended, in my opinion. It's a touchdown all day long. It's a touchdown in high school. It's a touchdown in college. It's not a touchdown in the NFL. It's a touchdown if you're running the football, yeah. as opposed to catching the football. Because if you're running the football and you break the plane, as soon as a, that, the very tip of that ball hits the line, six points. It's over. Over. It's touchdown. Over. Why isn't it over there? I know. Knees on the ground, moving forward, breaks the plane as he's going to the ground. Thought he had control, made a football move, mm-hmm. but, but. There was movement with the football. There was movement with the football. And Trent, I'll be honest with you, and this isn't pat myself on the back, because I thought it was going to count. Mm-hmm. But when I saw the ball hit the ground, I thought, whoa. Thought, no, you break the plane, it's it's good, regardless of what happens. Mm-hmm. But it's different when you're running the ball in. So I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, running the ball in, or I guess finishing the act of a catch. So ridiculous! It's ridiculous. It, and and what a finish we were robbed yes. of. Now we we both enjoy Romo. Yes, Nias has been rejuvenated. Great point. 
But they didn't know what the hell was going on. They had no idea. Nobody did. Tra- no. That's an excellent point, Trent Condon. And, and that's I when I saw that, I'm like, well, that's what they're looking at. But yeah. I had the same thought as you. Yeah. Across the plane, it's yeah. over there. But that's what they're looking at. Robo is up there doing his robo. And they things. don't miss many. No, not at all. And the spotters up in the you know people helping them out. Right. Nobody they, said, they, remember they showed the the actual booth in in fast time as the game's going. Uh, Romo's got a guy to his right. Nance has a guy to his left. Mm-hmm. There's four men in that booth. Two of them have microphones. Four of them apparently had no idea what was going on. And the producers in the ear, the guys back in yes. the truck. Nobody said, hey, I think it's taking Why so is long because they're so long? looking at this. Mm-hmm. But he said that. They just kept going on and on. And then, well, it happened. And Steelers fans were upset, as uh, we saw in a... Twitter video yeah, that's from really last good. night. Uh, Trent, look, at the, the the world is sick of the Patriots. The yes. world is yeah. absolutely sick of the New England Patriots. I respect the hell out of them. I can't stand them. I want this dynasty, and it is, uh, to be over um, as soon as next week would be fine by me. But here we go again. The AFC, unfortunately, in all likelihood, is going through Gillette. We will see this game again. Um, I hope because it's clearly well, Jacksonville's a pretty good football team. Um, Bortles made some throws. Yeah, he I did. watched a lot of red zone yesterday. Did you? So uh, they were on there quite a bit. He made some really nice throws. Can he do it again? Because it's taken until week. Where are we? Week fifteen. He's been last couple of weeks better. Now mm-hmm. there's still the oh no, you know, kind of moments right. that that still happen with him. Yeah, he's getting there. Right, and I, I know it's crazy, but I'm going to ask Vinny Iyer. That that defense is so so good. Yeah, I mean it is the best. It's what best defense since Denver's Super Bowl Fifty championship defense. So three years ago, mm-hmm. we're talking. This is you can do it with that. And Bortles right now, he's playing better than Peyton Manning did during that stretch. <laughs> you're right. I'm, he, not, I'm not laughing at your at your take because you're 100 percent right. This is crazy. Uh, what came out of your mouth? But you're right. Blake Bortles is playing yeah. better than Manning was at, at the that end. time. Yeah, yes. at the end. At the end of the run. There's no doubt he is. He's no doubt. Brock, Brock Osweiler got him there, let's not forget. Yes. And it was replaced in Week 17 when they were getting beat by the San Diego Chargers. Manning leads the comeback, keeps his job into the playoffs. The rest is history. Um, yeah, boy. The other thing from yesterday, and we should bring it up because, you know, the Vikings moved the needle here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Teddy Bridgewater, honestly, it was goosebumps. It, it was – and I – and you'll find this too, right? I I cry at the drop of that. You <laughs> just, do. I just do. I cry commercials sometimes. Um, I would not guess that. No, I know. I wouldn't either, Trent. I wouldn't either. But I, it's it's something inside men. Like maybe it's just not. You you, you get soft. Mm-hmm. You do. I mean, there's things that I'm embarrassed. Thank God that there's nobody in the house, right? And it's just me as I got tears running down my eyes. <laughs> um, but it was really cool watching Teddy Bridgewater, and, and, and my son and I are texting back and forth. Is it time? Is it time? Is it time? I thought he would have got in the game earlier. I thought so, too, yeah. But then it was you know, very apparent um, that now, now was the time. And when he did, and watching Case Keenum and watching Rudolph and watching Diggs and his teammates just so caught up in the moment and you know, throwing their arms up to the crowd to, you know, mm-hmm. pump it up, pump it up, and the crowd's going bonkers, and he probably throws a pick. Yes. I mean, it wasn't his – well, it kind of was. The ball was, of. It was, it was the ball was thrown high, and then, what, he was 0 for 2, right? The other yeah. ball was incomplete and dropped. It was dropped. Um, he didn't look very comfortable. Either. No, he didn't, but the, the moment had to have got up. To, yeah. It had to have caught up with him, but – that that was really that was really good. Look, the NFL was uh, for the second strike week was was really good. Yeah, my wife, big Vikings fan, mm-hmm. she went let me turn it. So you saw no Packers. Well, 
during, while Teddy came in. And then, oh, at that point, I see what you're I'm saying. I'm like, we, we got a tight game here. Yeah. Like, no, I want to watch. Okay, she made the right call. Yeah, she did. Yeah, it I, was. Uh, I allowed it. I allowed it. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was good theater. It really yeah. was. It was good theater. I, I enjoyed that. Now the Packers, on the other hand, as you know, um, said last week, I'm rooting for the Packers in a big way. Yeah. I wanted Saturday night to be the highest possible stakes. They're not going to be whether Aaron Rodgers plays or not. PA thinks they will. There seems to be some doubt out there as to what the Packers are going to do, whether they'll go back to Hundley or not. But the the, the, the takeaway from that game, A, it was a really good game, and Rodgers was rusty. But And, and we've got to get this piece of audio in advance of Vidi. Um, the Clay Matthews. Cam Newton exchange is is priceless, and you know there's a reason they've got all those audio dishes or whatever you will. Some guy stands on the sidelines with those to pick up the uh, the, the sounds of the game. They they got a gem here. They got they got Cam Newton. Well, first of all, just to explain it real quick, and we'll we'll air it later if you haven't heard it. Clay Matthews. They come to the line. Carolina comes offense comes to the line of scrimmage. They line up and Clay Matthews realizes what's about to happen, and he shouts out to his D, it's the wheel route, it's the wheel route. And Cam Newton looks over at Clay Matthews and shouts, A-52, <laughs> you watched some film, didn't you? <laughs> it's really good. I mean, it, it's, um, you know, it takes you inside the game. And it's not the good, moments we don't get very it's often. It's the moments we don't get very often. You know, it's a nice win for the Carolina Panthers on the field, off the field. This team is a mess, Trent. And just how the mighty will fall. Um what I'm about to say is in no way political, because I, I know it's going to come across as it. I thought the story of the year was the first year of the Trump presidency. Mm-hmm. I think story of the year, right? Not, yeah. not, I think that it might be supplanted or certainly you got to make room for the Me Too movement and we're, and hats off for, for 2017 finally being that year yeah but here's another man in a very powerful position uh the me too movement is working its way into sports and jerry richardson knows that the sports illustrated piece the si piece is about to drop the mmqb piece is about to drop therefore he comes out on saturday on friday rather before the news do you remember did you see that on friday I didn't. he came out on about five o'clock i mean when does news get dumped yep, right yep. bad news gets dumped friday at, f- at five o'clock said uh um that they're going to cl- conduct an internal investigation into our owner jerry richardson it's going to be done internally we've hired this guy to do it uh that wasn't good enough the next day the league takes over the investigation they say that they're going to initiate an investigation after the Carolina Green Bay game is uh, completed, the statement comes out saying Jerry Richardson's going to sell the football team. So in the span of 48 hours, another perp, another creep was claimed and was outed to be what he is. I mean, Trent, he wanted to shave the legs of some of his female employees. Mm. How creepy is that? That's, that's, that's a high one right there. Right? And, and would, and would the put... put Put in female employees in the car, want them in the front seat, would open the door for them. Gentlemen, get that? Nice move. Yeah. But then would buckle their seatbelt. And while they're ta- while he's taking the seatbelt, he's rubbing the seatbelt across their front, across oh, their chest. It's, the story is, um, it's, it's to be believed. They all are. They are absolutely all are to believe. It's the biggest story, in my opinion, in 2017, and it's now worked its way into the world of sports. And no one—I um, mean, everybody—it's gonna—it's affecting every everybody, yes. right? Yes. It's, it's, it's not a shock that it's in sports. It's the first of probably many to come. Trent Condon, NFL Network, we saw that. Oh yeah, last week. Sure. ESPN had uh, 
Did you read the Boston Globe story? It was yes, John I did. And, the, uh, and, and yeah. Matthew Barry. Right. And, and what is Matthew Barry? Is he the fantasy, fantasy guy? guy. Yep. Okay. Balding fantasy I know who guy. He is. Kind of funny guy. Is he? Yeah. Well, that story where he took uh, Jen Sturger to a strip club, he wasn't even employed by ESPN at the time. They were both uh, they were both going for a job interview, basically, with ESPN. Mm-hmm. And then a group of them that were out there for the interview all went together. John Buchegrass was going back and forth. They took such a small, and the full transcript of the text back and forth came right. back. They paid him in such a negative light. He was dating this woman at ESPN. Is that right? They went on dates together. Yeah, I saw the texts that were released by ESPN. I thought that, um, yeah, I don't know and where that story they stood behind him. They did, and, Which, and I think, and who wrote the story? Was it Barstool, or was it Awful Announcing, or who broke it? Oh, it was Boston Globe. Boston Globe, Boston yeah. Globe. Boston That's where Globe. it originated right. from, yeah. yeah. And then I saw, yeah, snippets from Awful mm-hmm. Announcing, but things like that. But don't you kind of have to get the full story of that one? I mean, mm-hmm. that that seemed the whole fake For news. For a paper like the Boston Globe? Right. The whole who since, broke the Catholic priest story? Yeah. And, I mean, and, that, and that's when they had, and now and here's the sign of the times, right? They had a full newsroom. Mm-hmm. They had editors. They had copy guys. Yeah. They've got they've got a newsroom overflowing with staff. Papers don't anymore. That one that not is an the excuse. first time not I've an been excuse. bothered because it felt felt like it was almost tabloidish. Because and we're talking was, about the Boston Globe, right? It wasn't a full story. It wasn't Barstool Sports. It wasn't mm-hmm. awful. It was the Boston Globe, and it just. Almost brush that aside and, and paint mm-hmm. Boochgrass in this light because this is a hot topic issue. And you know what? It's ESPN. And we're going to get a ton yeah. of clicks for this. And speaking of ESPN, John Skipper, president of ESPN, walked away today out of the blue after the week that he had last week. And you wonder. Well, that's a great point. That, that, I mean, that they, is the first thing that came to my mind. He just signed a contract extension. He did. And uh, is walking away to apparently he's got a substance abuse problem was yeah. was the release. We'll take a time out. We'll come back. We're here until two o'clock. Uh, we're going to get inside the Big Four Classic next. Just real quick, give me thirty seconds. Um, your your takeaway from the Big Four Classic. Where, I don't care which which game you want to start with. Uh, Iowa played their best game of the year. Mm-hmm. You and I let and one they slip didn't away. start. It wasn't a forty minute best right. game of the yep. year. You and I let one slip away from Wigington was just... Isn't he something? Oh, man. Maybe that one and done talk. But where is he going to play? That's my question for him. You what? figure it out. You figure it out at that level. Do you? But... Do, but uh, because I, you, you draft based on not what they are, mm-hmm. but what they can be. And a 6'4 guy... Is he, I thought he's 6'2". Uh, and he doesn't play. He's not a point guard. He will be a point guard. He has to be. You can't play the two. It's 6'2". Athleticism, two. already got shot it. ability. Now he's not a point guard for Iowa State. I wonder. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's how impressed I've been. Twenty points for the last five games. Kids out of his mind, Trent. Yeah. He's so darn good. Yes, Nova Scotia. <laughs> you, love, up, you love dropping that in. Well, big, but their biggest um, claim to fame in the sports world so far for Nova Scotia is on the best ever played a game. Wayne Gretzky? No, not ninety nine, but eighty seven. Sidney Crosby. Ah. Uh, and for the Colorado Avalanche fan in the audience, I'm talking to you, JT the Nut. <laughs> Nathan McKinnon, the captain of the Avalanche, is from there. We'll take a time out. We'll do some basketball talk. Uh, back to the Big Four Classic. Dylan Montz will be here. We'll recap you and I and Iowa State. We'll take a break after that at 1240. Scott Dockerman on Iowa 
and Drake. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself with you noon to two, Monday through Friday. Local sports with you on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Happy holidays to all of you. This is the National Alliance on Mental Illness of Greater Des Moines. We offer education, support, and advocacy on mental health issues. Please remember three things during this busy season. You are not alone. The illness is not your fault. And never give up hope. Call 850 850- one four six seven, or go to namigdm.org for more information. Happy New Year. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. The holidays are a wonderful time of year. Made even more wonderful when you're able to get all your packages out on time. So this holiday, ship them at Staples and get 10% off UPS shipping services. Staples is open seven days a week and has all the mailing and shipping supplies you need. Staples. Shop, ship, smile. And right now, get 10% off UPS shipping services. Valid through 12-30-17. Exclusion supply. See associate for details. 1908 Draft House is the Metro's favorite sports bar. Dedicated to fans of Chicago baseball, University of Iowa, Iowa State, college basketball, and football. 1908 Draft House serves yummy food in a great sports atmosphere with tons of TVs. With locations in Johnston, Waukee, and Des Moines. And now, opening their fourth Metro location in West Des Moines at 50th and EP True. Perfect for lunch, happy hour, dinner, or just to watch the game. Meet your friends at a 1908 near you today. Hi, my name is Melanie Brown. I'm the executive director of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Iowa chapter. I would like to thank all of you for your support this year. We have made huge strides in cancer research and are making it a reality for more patients to come home for the holidays. In this season of hope, please consider giving the gift of life by going to lls.org or calling 515-270-6169. We at the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society want to wish everyone a happy holidays and a safe and healthy New Year. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. 
for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. WolfConstruction.net. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Hey guys, Trent Condon here from 1700. You've been hearing me for a couple of months talk about New Leaf Wellness. I'm on a couple of programs helping me lose weight, and it has worked outstanding for me. The two treatment programs that I'm on right now, the GAC and the MIC, helping me with my energy levels, weight loss, increasing muscle tone. It's worked wonderfully for me. New Leaf Wellness has a lot of different programs they can help with guys out there. Low testosterone, maybe you're battling migraines, looking to lose weight, or maybe you just hit a plateau in your workout system. New Leaf Wellness can help you like they've helped me. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. At 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Year right around the corner. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Conn and myself take you until 2 o'clock. Scott Dockerman uh, coming up in about uh, 15 minutes or so. Scott uh, writes at Landa 10 along with Bobby Lejess. Our next guest, our first guest of the week, uh, you can read him at AimsTrib.com. Covers Iowa State and Dylan Montz joins us. Dylan, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you, Dylan? Not too bad, guys. How about you? Doing fine. You know, before we um, go back basketball and, and kind of recap the uh, the win over you and I, you, um, I, I heard from you for the first time that Iowa State was kicking the tires or at least potentially um, interested in bringing in a grad transfer at the quarterback position with the uncertainty whether Kemp's going to get another year. Zeb Nolan looks as though he's going to be the guy. Um Moore, I believe is his name, the kid uh, from uh, from the state of Iowa, the lefty, the athletic kid, was out this year. He was banged up, so not a lot behind Zeb Nolan, and apparently Iowa State had a visitor this week, and then I read uh, over the weekend, I think it might have been Chris Williams, credit where credit is due at Cyclone Fanatic, uh, t- telling us that uh, an Ohio State kid uh, that was behind JT Barrett might be looking to transfer. So this, there must be something to this, Dylan, I guess is where I'm going. Yeah, the the first one that I had heard, uh, and I think 24-7 Sports reported it, was K.J. Carter-Samuel, who has been at Washington the, the past several years and been kind of stuck behind uh, Jake Browning. But he was a good prospect coming out of high school, and I think um, he might have been in the same class as Jacob Park. So he's on that, that kind of timeline where this would be his fifth and final year. So that's the main name I've heard, but... Yeah, I think it's a, it's a real possibility that uh, they do land or at least heavily pursue these guys. Um, and it's not to say um, all this is kind of set and ironed out. I think they're, like you said, kind of uh, uh, just seeing what the possibilities are right now. But it's looking more and more likely that uh, that kind of thing will happen. So uh, what else is out there? I, I've heard conversations, looking at grad transfers, maybe even dipping down to the JUCO ranks. 
true freshmen, it's hard to anticipate you know guys that are going to come in and make big impacts right away. There'll be guys that play. There are every year. But if you're uh, looking at maybe a grad transfer wish list, what other position group would you be looking at, Dylan? Uh, as far as uh, what guys you're looking at as a quarterback or, or the position you mean? Yeah, like position-wise. Are you looking for a little help at wide receiver, return, you know, whatever it may be? What what jumps off to you? Yeah, I think wide receiver is a good one. And this is kind of uh, going along with the fact you lose Alan Lazard, who's the, is statistically going to be one of the best wide receivers in school history. Marcy Murdoch had come out and then uh, at ninth and left, uh, had come up with some really big catches this year. So, I'd say probably the wide receiver. And then um, I don't think, uh, from the way Iowa State plays, you can ever really have too many defensive backs and guys mm-hmm. in the secondary, uh, just with that kind of double cloud that they play and the three-man front that they use so many times uh, throughout the year this year. I think those would probably be the two heaviest that you could maybe see them uh, dip in to kind of have the balance. Because, again, like we've talked about um, a lot when I've, when I've been on, uh, they're really trying to obviously bring in these high school prospects, these high high-level guys that can eventually turn into uh, your stars as juniors and seniors. But uh, for right now, I think they're just trying to find some balance there. And with what they lose at, at wide receiver with Lazard and, and, and Murdoch, um, even though they do have a lot coming back, I think you'll see some there possibly. But uh, I think, yeah, again, like I said, the secondary is kind of another area where you could see some guys pop up. Uh, Dylan, the depth chart is out for the uh, for the Liberty Bowl. Uh, it's posted uh, at Cyclones.com. I, I scanned it earlier. I've got it in front of me now. I I, I don't see any changes. Um, did you have you had a chance to look at it? And it, uh, nothing jumps off the page to me. It looks almost the same uh, as the K State uh, depth chart. Yeah, I, I haven't looked at it uh, thoroughly yet, uh, but I, 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 that doesn't surprise me. I think that's kind of um, how the last few weeks was on, even with kind of some of the uncertainties of injuries. But, with Kyle Kemp and, uh, you know, David Montgomery, kind of his his health stuff at the end of the year, they, they really kind of kept the depth chart uh, pretty much status quo through the last uh, few games. So uh, I think now that they've had time to kind of get everybody back and get everybody healthy, they kind of feel comfortable, obviously, with, with what they have at, at these different positions. And, um, you know, that's not necessarily saying that uh, they couldn't come out and just start somebody different, but I think that's just kind of, um, the base of depth charts that they've used uh, these last few weeks, and, and like I said, feel comfortable about uh, what they're taking into the bowl game given the time that they've they've been allowed to get some of these guys healthy. Coming up on Wednesday, it'll be the first football recruiting period of the year. Of the 18 commitments, you expect everybody to sign? Is there uh, maybe anybody that's a little bit wayward or going to wait until February? What are you hearing on the recruiting front? Yeah, it sounds kind of like... Uh, all but one possibly would sign. So they'll get most of their guys sealed and locked up. Then um, I've seen a couple of different uh, of the guys' high school teams tweet uh, times and, and stuff of what they'll be signing at their high schools. And uh, really kind of looking through it, it sounds like, um, you know, all but, like I said, one would, would possibly sign. So they'll, they'll have, uh, they'll be in pretty good shape then and try to go get maybe a couple more guys in the, in the January period and not have to kind of, be um, yeah, after everybody. They've kind of done what they can do with this group. They'll have them signed, and then uh, a couple lingering pieces maybe that are still out there in January that can go pursue a little bit more fully. 
Uh, Dylan Mons from the Ames Tribune, AmesTrib.com is where you can read Dylan. Uh, Dylan, let's uh, go to the Big Four Classic. Uh, impressive win over Northern Iowa. We thought it was going to be the game of the day going in. It was uh, you know, a real tussle for a while. You and I got a three-point lead after the first 20 minutes. Iowa State, uh, they just took over. Uh, and in particular, Lindell Wigington continues to uh, just shine out there uh, as a true freshman. Uh, Jackson's still struggling to make his shot. Wheeler Babb, um, he's putting up the assists. You can't ask for much more from him. Uh, Wigington's the story of this team so far, in my opinion, although I do like Cam Lard as well. Um, boy, oh boy, he, he's as good as advertised and played every single one of those 40 minutes that were available uh, this past Saturday. Yeah, he's, he's been really impressive. And uh, the, the one thing that I don't want to say people are concerned about him because they are excited for him, but it's just the uncertainty of how consistently could he hit his shot, I think was kind of a big thing with him because people knew he could get to the lane uh, and finish at the rim, even though he, um, he would be undersized, obviously, going against those bigger guys. But could he hit the three balls consistency? And uh, so far, I think he's done a pretty good job of knocking down his shots and mixing that with, with getting to the rim. And uh, then that can create a lot of different things for for Jackson to hopefully get his shot going a little bit more. And, um, you know, one rebound can hit shots in the spot, but I think the biggest thing that uh, helped Iowa State, or, or one of the things that helped Iowa State against Northern Iowa was uh, some of the big guys hitting hitting some of those long balls, and that was kind of the thing we talked about on Friday, was could they could they get a couple of those guys uh, a few good looks and have them knock down shots, because then uh, that kind of stretches the UNI's defense and, and makes it a little bit tougher to guard Iowa State, so I think there were a lot of big things, and positive things to take away from the game, Lindell being being the top one, but I thought there were a lot of good things that you could look at. Solomon Young with the triple. Uh, Beverly hit a couple after he really struggled with the shot. You mentioned those big well, guys Beverly, there. Beverly, I thought. Yeah. yeah, he did probably one of the better yeah. games that we've seen in a Cyclone uniform for him. Solomon Young, is that going to become part of the repertoire, or we're going to hear Coach Prome, all right, if you're wide open, sure, but let's not fall in love with that shot. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if they want to see that too often. <laughs> I think it has to be a pretty – it will be few and far between. But, uh, you know, it was a good look, and obviously um, he's capable of standing up. I just don't know if it's at a really high clip. But, um, uh, like I said, th- those were big just to kind of at least uh, be a threat and have to make uh, you and I respect you a little bit out there. So I think that was why um, it, it's okay to pop one every once in a while. Uh, it's been a remarkable turnaround, Dylan. This team looked completely lost and looked like it was going to be an, an absolutely miserable winter uh, at Hilton Coliseum. Um, is, is, you can see the reason for optimism. I mean, as plain as the nose on your face, if you're watching, if you watch Iowa State play, is it as simple as Nick Wheeler-Babb being anointed as the as starting point guard? I mean, there has to be more than just him, right? Wigington's emergence, maybe. Wheeler-Babb seems to you know, be get the majority of the credit for the turnaround, but is there more? Yeah, I think uh, his, his move there is a big part of it, but I think there's a lot else going on. I mean, um, I know Zoran Talley and Colby Long are out right now, and Iowa State's kind of had to do... Uh, do whatever they can without them. But early on, um, when they got Brace back, um, they got uh, Tally back and M Long. It kind of gave them a little bit of depth and was able to get guys a little bit more comfortable. And I think that's what you saw uh, with Wigginson early on. It was just a matter of kind of settling in and adjusting to the speed of the game. So I think that's kind of why you've seen him flip. Um, I think he's done a really good job of that. 
um, putting Donovan Jackson off the ball, even though uh, he maybe hasn't hit his shots as, as consistently as, as, as you know people are hoping for. I do think that'll come, uh, and he'll be uh, you know the threat maybe he was last year at times uh, out there. But I think there's just a lot of different things. Cameron Lard again, kind of like we talked about settling in a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Solomon Young kind of doing the dirty work. There's a lot of different elements to it, and I think it just kind of all comes back to the team identity and. Um, the cohesion, feeling comfortable with one another, and kind of um, knowing where, where everybody's going to be, knowing strengths. Um, that's what I would say teams in the past have been so good at. And obviously, with eight new guys in there, it, it takes time to kind of develop that. But, um, you know, you've got to credit Steve Prohm and, and those guys that really kind of brought him up to speed well. Um, and then that's what's going to be interesting about the Big 12 is how does that, what we've seen in these last eight games, translate to what's looking like going to be a, a really rugged uh, Big 12 schedule. Dylan, last thing for you from me. Uh, we know the Big 12, the depth of this conference this year. Number one RPI. Oh, it's going to be top to bottom a slugfest every single time. We see Kansas win it at 17-1. and one. We've seen them tie at 14-4. and four. What's the magic number? Mm, I, if you get one. to even 13-5 and five this year, could that get you a, a share of the conference title in the regular season? Yeah, I, it would not surprise me. Uh, I think people are going to be beating, beating each other up every night. I mean, Oklahoma State was supposed to be kind of uh, at the bottom with Iowa State. They just uh, knocked off Florida State, who was undefeated. Oklahoma has looked good. Trey Young's a, a, a star, I think. Um, uh, you know, Texas Tech, TCU, I mean, you can go on down the list, and everybody has something uh, that they can be proud of, really, through the non-conference, and it's going to make it really tough. I do think um, you get to 13, maybe 14. Uh, that could do it this year. I, I just think it's going to be really tough. Um, the, the key in the past uh, to kind of knocking off Kansas or being a contender in the Big 12 is can you win at Allen Fieldhouse? And obviously with, with them losing Arizona State, they've shown uh, it, they can't be vulnerable. They're kind of working through some stuff right now. So I think, um, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like what uh, Steve Prohm has talked about in the past. If you take care of home court or mostly take care of home court, uh, and steal a couple on the road, you put yourselves in the conversation to, to do it. So uh, it's, it's going to be really fun to watch, I think. Yeah, just the fact that uh, we're talking about being put in the conversation, Dylan, a month ago, nobody saw this coming. Uh, it's been a great turnaround. As uh, we get, what, one more non-con before the uh, Big 12 play starts? It's K-State and everybody, all the cycle, well, not all of them, but uh be a bunch of them trying to find a bar uh, that'll show the K-State-Iowa State game. I'm guessing that you know, some establishment will realize there's probably pretty good for their bottom line if we put the Cyclone game on on the 29th. Dylan, great stuff. Well, let's catch up on Friday. We'll do, uh, well, well, we'll 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 talk Friday, Dylan. We appreciate you coming on as always. Thank you, Dylan Montz. Yeah, you bet. Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you. Dylan Montz joining us from the Ames Tribune. Are you ready to go there with Iowa State? Tra- yeah, not- I've been ready for a while. Have you? you? You know, I've, I jumped on the bandwagon, I think, earlier than some. Uh, I, I just like the construction of this team. Mm-hmm. I really do. And there's still upside. There's still room for improvement. Yeah, I think there is, too. You know, Terrence Lewis, who I loved coming mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. he hasn't played real well. No, he got blanked on Saturday. But he, there's ability there. Hans Brace getting more comfortable yeah. with that knee. Cam Lard's growing. Finally see Beverly start to hit some shots. If yeah. that becomes, I mean, even if he's just, he hits 35% from down there going forward. Right, there's another element on and on and on. Got a chance. Steve Prohm, 
pretty good coach. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about it. Look, the reason I thought this team was going to be bad this year is and I, I didn't think you could put it all on Donovan Jackson. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he's that good of a player to do that. Um, they don't have to. They don't. Wheeler Babb, Wigington, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, the um, Big 12 play starts on the 29th. Yes, a little early. And then they play on January the 1st. Come on, NCAA. <laughs> Big 12. Well, whoever. Yeah. I mean, it's the freaking Rose Bowl. You know, we're going to be in the throes of the college football playoff. And Texas and Iowa State play at 6. Know what I'll be watching? I'll be watching football. Sorry. I'll probably be watching the clones. Well, good, because you'll have to cover that part okay. of the show. I mean, I got the DVR. God. Maybe that'll be it. It's neat. the semifinal. Yeah, not very good scheduling. It's right? awful scheduling. Right. It makes zero sense. Zero sense to me. Got to get the games in. Yeah, but it's not like you're moving up to do a tournament. Uh, you know, you're going away. You're not, your tournament's not in Madison Square Garden this year. <laughs> That's true. Yes. <laughs> Stupid. Time out. Uh, Scott Darkman is next. Land at 10. We'll go inside the Hawkeyes with Doc. Their uh, pinstripe bull depth chart is out. We'll recap the uh, the Drake win with Doc when we come back. Trent and I are here Monday through Friday, noon to 2. It's local sports with you. The Ken Miller Show is on 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. The ALS Association is the only national nonprofit health organization dedicated solely to the fight against ALS. It covers research, care services, public education, and advocacy, and providing help and hope with those facing the disease. Our vision is to create a world without ALS, and our chapter serves this vision by raising funds to provide local care services and quality of life to Iowans living with ALS. All of us at the ALS Association Iowa chapter would like to thank our donors, sponsors, and supporters for their generosity. Me, 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 me. Take a guess. Who's the master of holiday giving? Me, 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 me. Because he went to Jared and gave her the unforgettable gift of Pandora, like the exclusive Pandora Winter Charm gift set, featuring 12 charms and clips, including Jared exclusives, all in a commemorative keepsake box with savings up to $260. A holiday gift that completely crushes it. That's why he went to Jared. While supplies last, see store for details. Everything's great. You're humming along to your favorite holiday music, happy as can be. Having a pleasant little drive because you think you're on your way to the best deals of the holiday season. But did you check eBay? If you did, you'd know we have price match guarantee on eBay deals all season long, which means the best deals on gifts from Adidas to Samsung to Dyson, and all with free shipping. So keep humming your favorite holiday tune, but make sure to check eBay deals for the best prices all season long. eBay, fill your cart with color. 
Here's a list of reasons why AT&T prepaid is the perfect holiday gift, according to Marshall and Viv. When you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. And when you switch to AT&T prepaid, you get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. I said that. Happy holidays? AT&T prepaid has no annual contracts. It's going on my holiday list for sure. And AT&T's reliable network. The AT&T network. There's no hidden fees. No credit checks. No compromises. No strings attached. AT&T prepaid has plans for people who like great deals. Plans for people who love gift giving. Flexibility. Reliability. All the abilities. AT&T prepaid is for people in places where it snows a lot, like Syracuse. And plans for people in places where it snows not a lot, like Miami. I love snow. That makes one of us. The list is long. Really long. This holiday season, switch to AT&T prepaid to get a new ZTE Maven 3 smartphone for free. And all the advantages of AT&T's reliable network with no compromises. In stores or at att.com slash prepaid. Limited time offer available at participating AT&T stores. Requires new line of service, $45-65 plan and auto pay. Reliable network claim for third-party sources, fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new ReStore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to ReStore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest ReStore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Animal Rescue League of Iowa is your local animal shelter. When you give to the ARL, you're providing much-needed care, shelter, and love to Iowa's animals who have nowhere else to turn. This holiday season, consider giving to animals who want nothing more than to find their forever home. The need is now. The need is local. Please donate today at givearl.org. That's givearl.org. Thank you. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself with you until uh, 2 o'clock. Uh, in the 1 o'clock hour, we will talk NFL with Vinny Iyer, the Sporting News, and Bama Bob will be here to talk some college football bowl games with Bama. Uh, but right now, let's get Scott Dockerman in here. Land at 10. Doc, football first of all. Well, first of all, great to talk to you. Um, football first, the depth chart is out for the Pinstripe Bowl. 
Uh, at first glance, I see nothing that uh, jumps off the uh, the depth chart that I have in front of me. Uh, anything to you, Doc? It looks almost like the Nebraska depth chart. Yeah, the only small things that I saw, you know, and you know, just kind of, it's been a while since they've played. So, uh, with one being, you know, Miles Taylor left the Nebraska game with an injury. He's back on it. And Imani uh, Hooker was also out the last few games of the year with an injury, and he's back on it. So, really, outside of those two, there's really nothing that's changed. So, I guess uh, that that's fine and dandy for the Hawkeyes going into the pinstripe bowl in two weeks. This uh, team motivation-wise, that's always a big thing you look at with bowl games. And we know the fan base is not fired up about this. Uh, you have the article at Land 10 talking about ticket sales and how down they are. But how about the team? I know you have a ch- chance to talk with them uh, later in the week, but do you get the sense maybe not a whole lot there going to New York and not a lot of excitement also with the players? No, I don't get that at all. I, I think they're excited to play another game. I think they understand that, uh, you know, they have a responsibility. I mean, they've lost five bowls in a row, and none of them have won a bowl game. So they mm-hmm. want to win a bowl game. They, You know, fans' energy is completely different from the players. I mean, the players are the ones working every day, and we're not. So I don't think there's any doubt that they are committed to wanting to win this game and winning a bowl game, And you know, because they've uh, been through some really rough ones. I mean, last three years they've gotten outscored 120 to 47. So I'm sure most of them, Josie Jewell and the like, are pretty well ready to to do something, you know, in a bowl game and win it. Uh, Scott Jockman landed 10 as our guest. And the other thing about it, Doc, I would have to think for the players, maybe not for the fans, and I know it's not the original Yankee Stadium, but it's still Yankee Stadium. I would love it. i, I got to think that that elevates it a little bit in the minds of players, just an opportunity to play at one of the you know most historic sports venues in the world it has to i remember I, I covered the game with iowa state and Rutgers six years ago and and once the players went out on the field for their walkthrough it was, you could see like the the wow factor was in you know even though yeah it's it's a brand new yankee stadium it's not the one that uh, ruth built right uh, but it's still it's it's still got that iconic value to mm-hmm. it and um and, and you still walk out there and even though i was there and it was like yeah, this is a new stadium, but it feels like an old one. And, and I think that's what's going to happen for these players the day before the game. They're going to walk out. They're going to they're going to see the scoreboard and Monument Park and everything. And go, okay, you know, this is different. This is kind of cool. This is, you know, and, and it's hard to say whether there's going to be, you know, what kind of the weather they're going to get. But I, I have a feeling that once that happens, it'll settle in pretty quickly. That okay, this isn't this isn't so bad. You know, this isn't just a normal game. This is kind of cool. Signing day on Wednesday. I know you had an article earlier today on DJ Johnson. Uh, Ohio State was sniffing around LSU. He's set to sign. Good to go on Wednesday as far as you know, Doc? Yeah, everybody uh, right now, you know, they did have a decommitment over the weekend mm-hmm. uh, to Michigan, which really wasn't all that, you know, uh, unexpected, I guess. You know, Ben Van Summer and the, the linebacker, uh, you know, decided he's from Michigan. Michigan came up with an offer and he left, but but, you know, I think Iowa's class is pretty solid here. You know, uh, you know, getting Spencer Petraeus, you know, we saw him over the uh, – or Petrus, I should say, over the weekend uh, or Friday was, was huge. I mean, he's a big, strong-armed quarterback. Uh, you know, I, I kind of compared him to Phillip Rivers and the way he moves and mm-hmm. the way he throws. He's not a, he's not a dual-threat guy. He's not a guy who's going to run, you know, all the time. But, man, he's got a gun. And then I think, you know, maybe the – 
biggest get for this class is who they preserved and Davion Nixon. You know, my colleague Bobby Lajess went over to Council Bluffs last week and talked to him at his kind of his ceremony, and Alabama came in with an offer. And Iowa was still able to get him because loyalty is a two-way street. He was able to, to, to keep uh, ties with Iowa because Iowa stayed with him, you know, fought the NCAA for him. And, and I think he's a guy that's going to walk in next year and be in the rotation for sure at D-Tackle. So, um, you know, and then, yeah, they've gotten a few other really good commits, and I think all of them right now are really solid. I mean, they've had their chance to get picked off. They haven't. So I think right now they're, they're in really good shape to have uh, 16 signees and possibly more on Wednesday. Well, this time last week, I actually guess it was tomorrow, but but still, the, the, the talker uh, was just how well Drake played against Minnesota, and Iowa better be ready on Saturday afternoon because this isn't going to be your typical Drake Bulldog team. And for the first, I don't know what it was, Doc, 15, 16 minutes, it looked as though Drake was going to put up a fight before Iowa extended or opened up a lead and then extended it in the second half and blew them out. I know if you have a box score in front of you, you wouldn't get, at least this is my take, that um, that Nick Bear was the biggest factor, the biggest reason for this blowout to me. Or, but he was. I mean, Tyler Cook was awesome. Uh, Bohannon was getting his shot. But Nick Bear, when Nick Bear's playing like Nick Bear and doing every single little thing that he does, and you put that all together and you see he's got 14 rebounds, you see he's got five assists and five steals. Uh, sure, he only had 11 points, but it's the other stuff. Nick Bear, to me, uh, was the biggest single reason that the game got as out of hand as it did. How about you? Yeah, I'm there with you. I mean, you know, Nicholas Bear is the guy you have to have on the court. You can't have him out there all game because he burns himself out, but he plays hard. And whether or not you're properly motivated for a game or you're into it is irrelevant if you play hard like he does. And he changes the, the game because he does so many different things. Uh, he's all, that's how he got himself a scholarship. He was a walk-on a couple of years ago. But, you know, diving out of bounds, going after loose balls, blocking shots. I mean, then we remember two years ago in, this, in the Classic, where he had six block shots against Drake. And, and so he's just been a, you know, he is the guy they need to get on the floor doing all those different things, deflecting, defending. You know, you, you, there's no statistic that we have that shows good defense, but that's what he plays. And if he can do that and, and on each and every possession, which he does or certainly did the other day, I think then that, that allows the, the, the team to work around him and it gives more open post feeds, you know, which Iowa – desperately needed they had much better passing into the post you know they had 52 points in the paint you know that's something they haven't had very often you know they forced a lot of turnovers 19 which turned into 25 points uh, you know so i think those he does so many little things that really propel the the rest of the team forward and and uh you know help them with that a pretty good performance on saturday team's healthy bear now back playing nicholas bear things mccaffrey's at least out there this is what this team is going to be. Have they turned the corner now with the full complement of players? Do you could you see a little bit of a winning winning streak starting up? You get Colorado on Friday. Big Ten play starts at home with two winnable games with Michigan Ohio State. Could you see the Sockeye team getting on a run? I can. You know they do play Southern Utah tomorrow, so I think that's probably a win at home. You'd hope uh, Colorado will be a challenging game, but you know I think Iowa has the players to do something there. Then I think they play Northern Illinois before they get back into Big Ten play against Michigan and Ohio State. And I think this team's capable of, of making some moves here, you know, getting back on track, playing well together, getting some sort of chemistry. But 
I think they're a long ways away from being the team we expect them to be. I just don't know that they're consistent, and I don't want to go after two games where they blew out two teams that aren't very good, um, you know, and say, okay, yeah, they're right back on, you know, they're they're everything's perfect because I think they're far from perfect. I just think that if they play hard, like Nicholas Bear showed us the other day, and they're much more efficient, I think they're a contending team. It's just, can they do that consistently? Uh, I'll. I'll reserve judgment for a mm. while on that one. Scott Dockerman, Land at 10. Doc, uh, my last thing for you, and, and may, maybe there's something to this, but I, I just would have thought that a six foot eight kid who's you know, got a nose for, for going to the basket and, 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 and picking up rebounds uh, like Cordell Pemstel does would have dunked at some point in his Iowa career, yet apparently his dunk uh, in the Drake game was his first as a Hawkeye. Did he just refuse to dunk? Was there just I, I find it hard to believe he didn't have an opportunity to uh, to slam the ball home, Doc, uh, and, and yet the, the media made a big deal. That was his first one. Did he just refuse to do it before? Is there something more to it? You know what? It is kind of funny. I mean, we talked a little bit about it, and he just kind of laughed it off and said, "Well, it's just not my style. I'm not that way." And you know, he's not the explosive leaper, maybe that Tyler Cook is, or that uh, you know, even Macy Daly is, who's really explosive. But you know, I, I think in his case, he didn't he didn't really ever need to do that. You know, he's not really getting the ball in, you know, an open lane to the basket or whatever. So, and I don't know if he's you know, a little self-conscious, you know, that possibly he, you know, can't out-jump everybody, so he just doesn't want to make himself look bad. Or, you know, he did have some injury issues in the past, too, That's with his true. knee, and yep. so that that could have had an impact. But it is kind of funny, and he kind of joked about it. And, you know, and, and even Iowa basketball itself made kind of note of it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So it, it is kind of unusual, I agree, though. And, you know, but I don't think that detracts at all from the type of player he is. I mean, you know, to, to play like that, he wasn't even expect to play, and then he has six points and eight rebounds. So, um, you know, quite an effort for Cordell Pimsel. And I think he's, I think he's the kind of guy they need on the floor more often because he's patient, he's tough, he's willing to do whatever it takes. And, uh, you know, I think he's a real asset. Great stuff. You're a real asset to our program, Scott Dockerman. Thank you, as always. We'll talk to you around, uh, down the road. Thanks, Doc. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Scott Dockerman, Land at 10. Him and his colleague, Bobby Lejess, have you covered all things Hawkeyes. Signing day this week. Uh, Land at 10 will be all over it. We'll take a time out. We'll got, come back with the 1 o'clock hour. Vinny Iyer from the Sporting News. We'll talk NFL with uh, with Vinny. Bama Bob will be our final guest of the program. We'll do a little college football with Bama. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. Jim Gray from Westwood One here with a Monday Night Football Preview. Brought to you by Jared the Galleria of Jewelry. Turning feelings into jewelry. That's why he went to Jared. Tampa will be the side as the Buccaneers play host to the Atlanta Falcons, who end the season with four straight NFC South Division games. That run began last week with a big win over the Saints to keep the Falcons in the division title race. Matt Ryan said he is proud that the win came in spite of his three interceptions. You know, there are nights that are like that, but those don't define the outcome of the game, how you respond to those situations defines who you are as a player, who you are as a team. And and I thought that was critical for us as a team to be able to respond on both sides of the ball and to just gut it out and find a way to win. Kevin Harlan and Hall of Famer Dan Fouts will have the call on Monday Night Football. Remember to listen to Westwood One's coverage of the NFL all season long. 
right here on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Me, 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 me. Take a guess, who's the master of holiday giving? Me, 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 me. Because he went to Jared and gave her the unforgettable gift of Pandora, like the exclusive Pandora Winter Charm gift set, featuring 12 charms and clips, including Jared exclusives, all in a commemorative keepsake box with savings up to $260. A holiday gift that completely crushes it. That's why he went to Jared. While supplies last, see store for details. The Home Depot has the perfect last-minute gift for any last-minute additions to your Christmas list. The Ryobi One Plus 18-volt drill and impact driver kit. You can still grab one for just 99 bucks. Two great tools, plus a powerful lithium-ion battery that drives them both. It may be last minute, but it's definitely first rate. The Ryobi One Plus Drill and Impact Driver Kit. Still just 99 bucks. Only at The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Valid through February 3rd, 2018. U.S. only. While supplies last. Successful organizations have experts. Marketing experts, finance experts, logistics experts. But few have cloud experts. Fortunately, CDW has cloud experts, lots of them. CDW Cloud Consulting Services can help your company develop smart, strategic cloud solutions. They'll work within your budget and requirements to help your company get ahead of the competition and maximize your cloud investment. Visit cdw.com cloud to learn more about our cloud consulting services. CDW, people who get it. This is Charles Osgood. For many businesses, hiring is tough. You want access to highly qualified candidates fast, and you don't want to sign a long-term contract or pay upfront fees. That's why you need Indeed.com, delivering six times more hires than any other job site, according to independent research. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to make their first job listing a sponsored job with premium visibility. Go to Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com slash credit. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Black and Cardinal Divide is the first website dedicated to the Cyhawk rivalry. We cover both the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. This is Cody, and I cover Iowa State. And I'm Derek. Eric, his younger brother, who covers the Hawkeyes. We'd like to encourage you to jump over to bcdivide.com. Tune in Wednesdays and Thursday nights as we will talk all things Cyclones and Hawkeyes. Jump over to bcdivide.com. Join us for daily banter and our social media pages at bcdivide. As brothers and fans of different teams, we grew up with a heated Cyhawk rivalry within our own family. Join us at bcdivide.com to embrace the rivalry. 